When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey! Dave and his friends were the biggest scabbers on campus. We've done this before. Let's do it again. There was nothing they couldn't get away with. Oh, oh my God! You my tibia! Professor Marco, I got hit by a truck today. Are you okay? I got hit by a truck. Until they met the one guy. I know what you did. I was there. I saw it. Cheaters. I'm sitting right next to you. Remember me? They couldn't get away from. I got the proof. Not afraid to expel you. What do you want? Money, free dry cleaning, Euro pass. No, I don't. A Euro pass? No, no. I want you to get me a girl. girl. I'm not going to eat that, you retard. No one calls me a retard, you freaking hobo. The story about slackers. Bring me the girl, Dave. You and your friends are going down. I really hate to kick you guys out of school. One more job. I said we bury him. Lovers. His name's Ethan, and he really likes you. Oh, and you love. Shut up! Oh, ah. Beautiful. And a guy with a special friend. You be quiet, hair doll. I want your girlfriend to be I mean, Ethan, is, he's nuts. I gotta be with Angela. As your attorney, I can't advise that. Angela, the guy that I like is your friend, Dave. Dave! Yeah! Fudge! Slackers. Is this a hair doll? I didn't make that! It fell out of your hair that way! It fell out of my hair this way? Give me it back! Give me it back! I want it back! You're going down! If you guys haven't seen this movie, like, number one, don't. Welcome to Recap and Gown, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks, joining me this week and every week. He sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. Uh, big weekend this weekend. Had a good time. Yeah, um, how about them hawks, huh? Uh, yep, eat a dick that's, in the that's what I'm talking about. Yep, yeah, college football. Yeah. Uh, I got my brown liquor, my beer. It's a big pink boot. Mm-hmm. Ready to talk about this masterpiece. Oh, well, playing real fast and loose. Real good movie. <laughs> uh, real good movie. Yikes. Um, 
Flying solo in the Lone Star State, this podcast chief physics and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. I'm going to just like quickly be a downer for just a few moments because I was shook by this news. This will give the listeners a sense of when we recorded this, but Michael Kenneth Williams is no longer with us. Young. Yo, I cried. I cried listening to like reading stories on Twitter. Yeah. Didn't mean to be. De- Ugh, what a. It shook me. Yeah. It shook it's me. Not, if you guys don't know, this is Omar from The Wire. Uh, yeah. I forget his character's name in Lovecraft Country, but he was probably the best. Montrose. There you go. Mm-hmm. Probably the best actor in Lovecraft Country in a cast full of great actors. So yeah, he'll be. I mean, he shot Mike Mike in his hind in his hind parts. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just watched that clip. <laughs> so that and he sits there just a straight face. Says that I'm like, yep, yeah, yep. You will Hell be missed. Hell of an actor with I'm gonna say a Mount Rushmore of scars. Like his yeah. facial scar is man. That's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Also, a thing that I learned about him that I didn't know, but again, Twitter educating the children. Um, he choreographed uh, Crystal Waters 100% Pure Love, and he's what? like one of like the ma- yes, he was a, a backup dancer oh. and a choreographer. Wait, from the back to the middle and around again? Around again. again. I'm going to be there to the end. To the end. Holy shit. It's like finding out Tupac was a dancer before he became a rapper. That blew a lot of people's fucking minds. Tupac, like, vouch for him to be in some movie with Tupac that I... Bullet. I was going to say, if it's not Bullet, it has to be Juice. Bullet. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. All right, Dave. Had well, to, let's quickly, yeah, yeah. Got to acknowledge the the sad news, but Dave, cheer us up uh, or try. Uh, what movie are you talking about? Where can we find it, and what is it about? From uh, the great year of two thousand two, Slackers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was free on Amazon Prime until very fucking recently. Um, oh, I watched it today. Not, I watched it uh, yesterday on, on Prime. Prime? Still, yeah. Oh, it's it ain't there no more. A whole what? Uh, right under the wire. Yeah, just under the wire. Um, but thank God for HBO Max for picking up the slack. It's still there. Um, they, uh, iTunes, YouTube. Thank you, HBO Max, for picking up the slackers. You, you just the sl- it was, it was an no. One. An I just because them. dad jokes make up most of my comedy. I'm gonna leave that. I still left that one be. Okay. I don't know okay. why I did that. Okay. Um, yeah. View do Google Play, so on and so forth. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see. This, this one's okay. Dave, Sam, and Jeff are about to graduate from Holden University with honors in lying, cheating, and scheming. Mm-hmm. The three roommates have proudly scammed their way through the last four years of college, and now, during final exams, these big men on campus are about to be busted by the most unlikely dude in school. Self-dubbed cool Ethan, an ambitious nerd with a bad crush, enters their lives one day, and everything begins to unravel. Okay, uh, sort of. two things. I kind don't of. know that I'd call any of them big men on campus. That did not mm-hmm. seem to be the case. And mm-hmm. if we're really calling Ethan's affliction a bad crush, like, mm-hmm. buddy, that's that's not what that is. Yeah. We, yeah. We used to use BMOC as a joke about yeah. a friend in college. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah they, weren't, they weren't BMOCs. No one knew yeah, them. <laughs> They really just hung out with each other, but they were pretty cool yes. in, in each other's eyes. You're they right. Had two friends. Yeah. Um, yep. Dana, if you could give us a rundown of who was in this movie. 
Sure. Um, our leading man, uh, you know, making the return appearance, Mr. Devon Sawa from the Devon Sawa, my favorite. Love Devon yes, Sawa. Devon Sawa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jason Siegel is okay. So Devon plays uh, Dave Goodman. Not like it matters. Don't or, you don't need to know anybody's name. Name's names don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason Last Siegel is <laughs> Sam. Uh, some dude named Mike C. Morona is Jeff. Whoa, you don't know him? Whoa, 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 whoa. You so, know Big Pete? What are you talking about? Is Big it Big Pete? Pete? I That's thought Pete. it was Big Okay. My first oh. note in this movie is, holy shit, is that Big Pete? I <laughs> thought it was Big Pete, and then I looked up his IMDb, and that was not one of the first things that came up in this film. What? Is so, known for other things besides being Big Pete? It looked like Big Pete, but I was like, is it Big Pete? Okay, That's so Big, Big Pete. Pete of Pete and Pete yeah. is in this movie. Um, Jason Schwartzman is Cool Ethan. Yeah. Jamie King is Angela. Laura Prepon. Apparently, her name was Rhiannon. I didn't. Arena. I don't know how the hell you say her name. I'm pretty never, sure it's it was... Prepon. <laughs> what? Laura yeah, Prepon. Sure Prepon. Is it Prepon? It's Prepon. I'm like, going with Prepon, Prepon on this one. All right. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm the big sis today. All right. Yeah. Ex Scientologist. Oh. Prepon. At least it's X. Yes. Oh, thank the Lord. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, making a return appearance on the pod, um, Academy Award-winning screenwriter Nate Faxon, yeah. and his co-winner Jim Rash, aka Dean Pelton. Oh fuck! I didn't <laughs> put that together. This. Okay. Yep. 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 Retta pops up in this because why the hell not? She was just my like, gosh. She's great. Yeah. Um, and then just because I love him and just literally finished watching The Heat yesterday, and he winds up being in like every Melissa McCarthy film. Michael McDonald is the econ professor. But other than that, oh, I guess Getty Watanabe. Yeah, Getty Watanabe. Long Duck. Okay, I did have a question. Reprises his role as Long Duck. Yeah, I was like, is Long Duck Dong in this film? And then I was like, ooh, this feels racist. It it felt bad. It felt pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the only, these are the only people you need to know in this film. Yep, only people. Frankly, yeah. there were some that we didn't need to know, but but they're famous people, and so they deserve to be called out. But like, yeah, the the Getty Watanabe role did not need to happen. Uh, I was like, "What is his name?" And then I was like, "It's not Long Duck Dong," but no. I am gonna write it in my. You know, notes. very very sad thought about him. Um, if you guys remember when VH1 did "I Love the '80s," they would have him come on each episode. I think he would do like a trivia fact about that year or like whatever they were talking about. And he did it like partially in character. And he would say like, oh. the donger knows. And they have like a gong sound behind him. And I'm like, yo, we've learned fucking nothing. Mm. We've learned okay. nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Okay. It's deeply unfortunate. Um, okay. Yeah, let's go around the horn here and give some memories okay. that we have with this movie if we have any. Dana, we'll start with you. Uh, watched it today. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Dave, memories for you? Um, this was a perennial favorite in the $5 bin at any, um, uh, blockbuster video updates. Uh, a lot of my friends were like, yep, this was in the bin. Gave it a shot. Probably never like watched you bought it, it for $5? Um, I probably yeah. did. This was I had a huge DVD purchase. collection. I, I don't recall, but, um, yeah, I was talking to a couple people who were like, yep, that was on someone's shelf and we definitely watched it. I think, uh, saw it on Comedy Central, heavily edited because... None of this is appropriate, or even not, also not comedy. <laughs> nah, no, the, no, the gross out stuff's not even funny. You're exactly right. Even yeah. the non, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. So for me, I, I was working at the video game store attached to Hollywood video when this movie became a movie, when it became a thing on DVD, I spent a lot of my time in these years in that store do not know anything about this fucking movie. I'd never heard of it before. Um, didn't know it was a thing. When you first said you were doing slackers, my mind went to the 1990 Richard Linklater movie Slacker. And I'm like, sure. okay, it's probably going to be pretty serious. I don't know anything about that movie. No, that's not this. And I saw the, the DVD box art and I'm like, okay, this is not the same movie. This is, this is not Richard Linklater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I had no knowledge of this prior to the pod. Uh, watched it yesterday and then finished it this morning. So broke it up. Um, Dana, did this make the grade for you or should they pulled it back? Um, I also recently had to watch the Richard Linkletter slacker oh. <laughs> and promptly fell asleep. So I was like, what bullshit mm. is this? Um, so it's, uh, okay, but this movie, I'm going to say neither slacker or slackers was an enjoyable time for me. Uh, I'm, okay, I didn't finish Linkletter, so it was an indie film. Maybe I would get mm-hmm. it if I had seen it in 1992 and it came out. This film, I appreciate that it was set in college and they were all seniors. So they all seemed appropriately aged. Yep. Yeah. That's the only thing I will give this film. Otherwise. They yeah. did all look about 22. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that sounds Other good. Other than right. that, no, thank you. Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dave, how about you? Um, Other than uh, Schwartzman playing the Schwartzman character that I've seen yeah. him play at least one other time. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Um, not a lot of laughs to be had. Um, that's really all I got. Just it's <laughs> it, it, if it's the gross out's got to be funny, it and there was some not. there was some gross stuff that was not particularly funny, and yeah, that that doesn't ask a lot. If if you're gonna do gross stuff, make sure it's something that makes guys gonna make people laugh, and not just be like, why am I yeah. still here? It made me bored more than anything else. Yeah. Gross stuff. Yeah. Just like, when is this going to end? I don't need to see yeah. it. I don't know why I would have watched this. Probably because it, it probably had that big tag that used to have on DVDs, like, unrated. I'm like, oh, I was going to say, this great. movie for sure yeah. has like an unrated version. Probably. Oh. That's hot for DVD or whatever the fuck. It's vile. Vile, disgusting. I will say the tagline of this movie, according to the box, little thing I'm seeing on uh IMDb was higher education just hit a new low. Oh my god! Yep. All right, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, we're unanimous here. This is going to be a fun episode, listeners, because we all fucking hated this. Hold this shit back, like big time. Hold this back. Like there were some huge plot holes in it, including like the premise of the entire main plot itself. Mm-hmm. Didn't really feel like I knew anything about any of these characters, like make me care about them. None of the jokes are funny. Um, I sincerely wanted the main couple not to be together at the end. Like, this was some old bullshit. Like I, I hated. At least it was an hour and twenty six minutes. The longest credits. The longest. But I had to break it up in two days, but this was dookie. Like this was some straight up and down dookie. This movie's fucking trash. dookie. Mm-hmm. Dookie. <laughs> Uh, do we have any fun facts about this one? Oh, wait. I got a couple. Got a couple wait, I have a oh, really gross one. Just oh, to let perfect. people understand. Get on it. Yeah. What When we say this movie, it was like, the gags just don't work. Okay. This is from IMDb. So we all know I get burned sometimes. So it's a lie. All right. Go ahead with your lie. 
But I think this will just set the tone for folks who do not want to see this movie to understand what we're talking about. <clears throat> Originally, the singing penis scene. Oh my God. Oh, in the singing penis scene. So yes, there's a singing penis scene, everybody. It's a standalone uh, scene by itself. <laughs> yeah, Big Pete's own naked penis was used with a CGI mouth added in after being screened for the M. PAA, however, the, feel, the filmmakers were told to put a sock on it, literally. That's right. Yeah, that's um, right. My first question is, was the mouth on the pee hole or like on the face of it or like on the shaft somewhere? I'm thinking, uh, no, we don't need to get to it. <laughs> you made a hand motion. <laughs> no, 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 please. I'm, I'm all ears. Are we thinking like where the hair is? of the head. Up? The base of the yeah. head. That's oh, where the smile was. Like works. a Terrence and Philip. Oh no, thank you. My oh wait, the, four, the foreskin's the oh the foreskin. Oh, you're thinking uncut. Oh, no, no, I'm oh. saying cut. No, no, that saying, little, yeah, like, I, I yeah, was thinking you know, cut. We're talking Dave's oh, over from the right foreskin. Floppy, floppy, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know the. You know, the no, I, I know. I'm, I'm I, not gonna. I'm not doing this anymore. I, I will say, um, <laughs> Dana, to 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 refocus us because that's fucking foul. More on his own naked dick to be used. I'm trying to think of what there was an interview that I heard. Um, I think it might have been with Seth Rogen talking about the 40 year old virgin. And he okay. was talking about the scene in the beginning of the movie where Steve Carell walks around the apartment like fully erect. Yeah. And, um, and he was like, it, that was a scene that we had so many fights with the MPAA over because they wanted to give us an NC 17 rating because, because of a boner. Because the oh. boner was too round at the end. Oh. They like They were like, if you want to get this in the movie and not have it be NC-17, you have to make it pointier looking than that. Could you even see it? Wasn't it through pajamas? It was through pajamas. But they were saying like the silhouette, the head was too round on his dick in the, in the, in the pants. So they, I guess they went through like multiple reshoots and then eventually just like went to CGI to make it as pointy as they wanted it to be. Because they were like, yeah. we can't. It's like a knife now. <laughs> like this isn't what it's not pointy enough. Well, <laughs> so they had to keep on like refining it to make it pointy enough to no longer appear to be a dick. Apparently for the MPAA. Yeah, and and, and then like it became so pointy, he ends up sitting on the toilet and pissing in his own face. Pissing directly. Which in his is own face. and then he lays. It turned out to be fine comedy. Face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just lays in the He's toilet. Like, ah, damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's but, a little bit happier than Big Pete's naked dick. Could you, yeah. like, I feel like no one uses their real member. Like, I think there's, like, a little bit of, like, uh, dishonesty. To... Us. What movie? Um, there was, he was just in a, a Netflix original movie, which is incredibly what? sad. Like, it is what? a depressing film about him and his wife, who uh, I believe they suffer, I don't think it's, I think it's a stillbirth, because they do like an at-home doula situation, and they hire a doula who like doesn't know what she's doing. Oh my god, so sad. And so, so the movie so is all about like the fallout of what that devastating event like does to this couple. So, like, why why do I get to see Shia's well, penis? There's there's a scene. God, there's a scene. He is he's a real sad sack. He you know what his acting pretty good. Is he it plays, pieces of a woman with yeah. Vanessa Kirby? Yeah, it yep. is. Shaw's little sister of Hobbs and Shaw? Sure. There's a scene where he is um, trying to convince his wife 
I think to blow him because it seems like they've had no intimacy in their relationship for a while. And so his solution to that is not like, oh, let me try to spice things up. It's like to essentially try to force her head into my naked lap. And then Ooh, they have brother. a big fight. They have a big fight um, mm-hmm. where she's like, you're basically trying to rape me. And he's like, no, it's okay because we're married. And then she's like, yeah, I guess it is okay because we're married. Like, no, I don't want it anymore now. But he's running around like booty butt naked, dick just a flopping around all throughout that scene. Like he is nude on camera for conservatively four and a half minutes. Okay. Uh, it's a I weird think Vanessa, she might have been nominated for an Oscar for this movie the acting is very good in it the movie is just depressing as shit and it's just like i don't it's really fucking heavy it it felt very much like they were all shooting for an oscar Uh, that that feels about that happens yeah all right so sorry i took this i didn't know talking about big pete's big pete's dick or real big pete's little pete yep (laughs) got it oh no (laughs) now i'm picturing it's danny tamborelli's mouth on the dick singing (laughs) Um, no, Dave, Dave. Do we have any actual fun facts? Because that was not. Hey, fun. I like that one. Um, original name of the movie was The Undergrads. Do you want to know why they changed it? Oh, I do. Uh, a little show by the name of Undergrads was on at the same time. They didn't want there to be be, a, be any kind of sort of confusion going on. Hey, That's Buddy, Buddy Guy, Guy Rocco. Rocco. Oh man, I love that Guy show. Dance. That show is great. Uh, DVD's show. out of print. I want to own it, but. I'm not paying out of print kind of prices, but I, I Wait, might for undergrads or this movie. Undergrads. This can this can get the fuck out of here. Dave, I might I might still have your bootleg copy because you gave me a burned copy probably in like oh five. Probably from Kazaa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure from Kazaa or LimeWire, maybe iMesh. Could be from uh, any of those. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I need to, I, I have a DVD book here and it might be in there somewhere because I think it made the move. So I'll give it a yeah. look. It's a I would appreciate it. It's cartoons. Sure is. Okay. Just pull it up. Um, Cal, Rocco, and Nitz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, what do you guys think Roger had to say about it? Oh, <laughs> you know, he was know. positive? On the one hand, oh my God. I that he loved it because he has bad taste. On the other hand, really? I read the first four sentence, four words of this bullet yeah. point and then just stopped reading. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to hear it fresh. So I do know what he gave it. Zero stars. Zero stars. Uh, like my And that's rare. Zero he stars. gives so many movies half a star to be like, it's still a movie. This movie is like, I'm good. <laughs> Slackers is a dirty movie. Not a sexy, erotic, steamy, or even smutty movie. Just a plain, dirty movie. It made me feel unclean. And I'm the guy who liked There's Something About Mary in both of the American Pie movies. Oh, and Booty Call. <laughs> This film knows no shame. He did. He liked Booty Call. Uh, he's appalled by the poverty of its imagination. <laughs> oh and uh, there are a lot of good movies in theaters right now. Why waste two hours, which you can never get back, seeing a rotten one? The poverty of its imagination. I thought that line was just... God, how is he not a battle rapper? Yeah, like he should be incredible. Oh, he's not wrong. Is the thing this deserves zero fucking stars? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's dirty. Like they just have dirt on stuff. <laughs> like yeah. it's not like it's a dirty. He's right. It's not. It's not even smutty. It's just covered in dirt. Um, um by comparison, one of the movies that has been we have not enjoyed on this podcast. 
High School High got one and a half stars. There it is. From Roger. High School High is at least four times as good as this, I think. Is that where we're going? Sure. Uh, Let me check it out. Let me half. just check Outside Providence real quick, because that is the other. You know, so what? zero Martin, times Martin four equals one and a half? Well, zero stars know. times four is one and a half. If you go up by a yeah. half a star each, you know. I'm pretty sure even if you, if you multiply by zero, still zero. Still, zero. still sucks. Yeah. Damn, um, still sucks. Outside Providence also got one and a half stars. So... Fantastic. See, he he saves this for stuff that really, really turns him off. Zero. Um, high slackers. school high is better than outside Providence. Um, let's jump into the recap here. Dave, where do you want to get us started? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, I'd never heard an or- orchestral version of Baba O'Reilly before. Oh, um, it's and it just starts. I'm like, oh, this is this is this is great. Um, I I would I would you, not call you, it great. You didn't like it. Okay. I would say it was okay. What bothered yeah. me was. They should have done that for the entire fucking soundtrack then. Like, yeah. they, did, they did it for one. They kind of bring it back near the end uh, when they do, like, the weird acapella version of I Saw the Sign. Acapella oh. with a drum kit. <laughs> Full acapella. Yeah. It felt really odd for me to start off with, like, a really well-known kind of a pop song done yeah. this way and then just not repeat that for the entire fucking movie. I would have yeah. liked it if it was every song in the movie was, like, you know some kind of a readily recognizable pop hit sure has this treatment but i the opening well we'll talk about it i think no the the opening they go through all this effort just to steal these blue books mm-hmm. that are just solid fucking gold they commit a crime they steal from a delivery van and <laughs> the entire time yeah, I, is, is it Federal Express, UPS, FedEx? Uh, yeah, it was Fed, well, that was I it. think it was it's Airborne FedEx. Express. It wasn't, it wasn't Before FedEx, the, it was Airborne uh, Express in the red and black. That's yes. fine. Um, yes. So but I always come up with this question when I see things like this versus the alternative, which is you know going to class, learning the stuff, and taking the test. Why go through this much effort and Ding have to ball. deal with Hello. The, well, no, with, with the stress of possibly getting caught Pretty much the entire time you're going to be at the university, you have to worry about somebody finding out that you cheated on that test and that test. And that you're doing this over and over and over again. These guys seem like smart guys. Yeah. Why do this instead of just give a little effort, get some grades. Well, because they, 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 they weren't even trying to like ace it. He was like C or whatever. Like nothing just above all you have to do. Yeah. Like you had to just have someone go like, hey, can you just uh, hold this recorder during class? Yeah. Just like have just so, you know, if you want to go, that's fine. You could have paid someone, just finagled someone, just be like, "Hey, can you just tape record all the classes for me, and I'll listen to it whenever." I mean, yeah. they're, they're they're big men on campus. They could probably get some nerd to do that for them. Like yeah. none of these guys are too stupid to succeed in college. Um, sure, it just kind of feels like they get a big thrill out of scamming people. It's like mm. that whole series, um, Generation Hustle on HBO Max. Like if you, the people on that show. 
especially the guy that's a scam rapper. <laughs> like you're yeah. working hard as hell to How's keep a scam going where you could probably do like 20% of that amount of work and just get like B's in all your classes. I did not work right. super hard in college. Did college and high school. It's not that fucking hard. Right. Um, if you guys haven't seen Generation Hustle, my God, it's fucking beautiful. There's an episode about um, scam rap, which I did not know was a thing. Uh, it's literally like pretty shitty MCs. If you guys know who Blueface is, think about Blueface's flow. Blueface can't rap on beat. Is the whole thing mm. always offbeat and it sounds terrible. Awesome. Think about a guy that can't really rap, but instead of rapping about like, I guess Blueface raps about women and money. Oh. These guys are literally giving you step by step instructions on how to commit fraud, <laughs> and like, it it works. People listen to these songs and like, okay, so if I do these things, I can get free money. And yeah, they're giving you literal step by step instructions on how to commit fraud. And I'm like, if you can rap about this, like rap about something that's not fraud based, you probably yeah. do just fine. Like you're working really hard to think through a fraud and then make it yeah. rhyme. Don't do that part. Yeah. yeah. At the very beginning, he's like, yeah, just a means to an end to reach the American dream. They, back when I college, I get not even 2002 college diplomas were already starting to lose their value, but yeah, I was um, there a year later. Yeah. So long as we can, do, if we graduate, then Sam will go to law school, way harder school, and yes. not cheat and be able to perform and be okay. No, it's, no, no, it's yeah, no. It, not at all. Not, made, not, not, I'm close. It made no sense. It, it, yeah, I don't. Mm. The fix with Sam, the way to fix this is to say, listen, he's really, really good in these classes, but he's not good at science, so he needs someone to help him cheat in physics. Like he's yeah. great at like English and poli sci and your history yeah. courses and all the pre-law stuff that you want to be good at. He's like a natural 4.0, but motherfucker can't add or whatever. So like he needs someone to cheat in his math classes and science classes. They didn't even do that. I think he's like frauding his way all the way into law school. Yeah. I think they basically admitted that yeah. a little bit later. Well, the in the end film. shot of him. I understand that they didn't go into any of those kind of details. LSAT's a fucking hard test, man. Yeah. And you, you ain't cheating. They, they do so much shit to make sure you can't cheat. Seems awful. And I just, they're doing, I don't want to sound like a parent here. It's like, they're doing themselves a disservice <laughs> by not doing the work. Yeah. They're going to regret it later. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, I, when I saw the credits and everything come up i saw that font i'd seen it before mm -hmm. it's like a wes anderson font if i if i saw it again i'd be able to recognize it i've i've got a mind just, for, for and then a bunch of i put a bunch of vaseline on the camera it's like glowing um so it was like artsy i'm like why the why the fuck would they make this this movie try to be artsy the director turns out this was his only movie because it didn't do very well um and he's Oof. also He's 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 an art photographer by trade, and okay. they're like, we need to get someone to direct this. Let's give him a shot. So I think that was his little his contribution was these little artsy sort of sequences that happen. Well, the dream sequences, the montages, and so on. I I I have a lot of questions on the opening scene in general. Yeah. First and foremost, I think this is the first movie I've ever seen where the dialogue begins before we get through all these studio identification cards. Oh, like usually yes. when you watch a movie, there's like, if it's a good movie, you get two studios where it's like presented by in partnership with, 
They had four or five of these shits. I've never heard of any of these studios, but throughout all of these logo sequences, there is dialogue that's part there of the movie. I've yep. never seen that before. And also, I don't know what this opening scene is. Is it a track mm. meet? Is it cross country? Is it it's practice? Cross it's cross country. It's cross I thought it was cross country. I don't I think know they made up the race. I, th- I think they got these the people together thing? to run. Well, I, I don't know, Dana. Usually, if you're in college and there's a cross-country meet, the participants are in matching uniforms. They're all in their own street clothes. Yeah. They have race numbers on. That's fucking weird. They, they, they reroute the race. And there's not Many a times. Several times. Or a yeah. coach in sight <laughs> saying, yeah. hey, this is weird. I don't know what this was. And yeah. they filmed it. I think yeah. so they could sexually masturbate to it. And it's oh, that really, was... it's playing on a loop in their dorm around the clock. And it's not like a plot point. It doesn't become important. Yeah. I don't know it's, what this was. It's bizarre. I just, yeah. I just assumed it was like a, the movie thing where like they don't understand how sports actually work. Like sure, I just was be. chalking it up to like, they don't know how this shit works. Well, they these people crew racing during this, so. I think it could have been an excuse maybe to, because they had to film the um, accident that yeah. happened with the bike. Maybe they're like, we need to have an excuse to why we were filming in the area. So they have a race going by. But maybe. why did we need to see it? And why hey, did I, I, don't, I don't know, man. In their dorm see anything. They played race know. over and over on the big screen in the door. I don't know what they were doing. Well, just just to go back to what you're saying, like the dialogue over, like the movie, like started like immediately. I was like about to fast forward through shit, and I was like, oh no, it started. (laughs) But it opens with Jason Segel like conning someone into sending them a bunch of wine. I was like, oh, these dudes are just like scammers. Shenanigans are going to be afoot, and these are going to be fun, silly scams. And then I was immediately like. I don't like these scams one the, bit. The best writing in the whole movie was Jason Siegel ADR talking to the the boxed wine people as a representative of unbottled wine quarterly or whatever. Like yes. that was that was the best writing in the whole fucking movie. And it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic. Great. Just the whole movie of silly scams. Sure. I would have loved it. Like a oh, dirty work with Norm Macdonald. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Van Wilder is like a little bit of just silly Got some scamming. Scams. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just silly scam it up. Street no. fighting man. G seven. That's right. <laughs> uh, that was good writing. I think it was all these other uh, these these montages. We'll come back after we talk about the characters a little more in, yeah. in, in individually. Okay. We'll come back and talk about that. But I will show um, all of them. Yeah. Start let's start with the big man, Dave. Um the other two had plans. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam wanted to go to law school and be a lawyer, mm-hmm. and um, we'll see how the guy's name. See, uh, you see how much Jeff. I got Jeff. Um, we also like bred for name Jeff. He's kind of crazy. He's anti authorities. He's the tech guy. He's always able to go into people's rooms. Like I can download your emails just by using oh one of those. I forgot what that, that wasn't a zip drive, but it was one of those a, old school floppy kinda, disk. It, no, it was one of them. It was a hard disk. At the end, they had all of her emails on a floppy disk. Oh. Yeah, labeled Angela's emails. So he's he's the he's the tech guy. He's like, and his plan was to get work at the same firm as Ethan at doing financial stuff, probably to blow up the system from the inside. I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah, it made no sense. Sure. Also, he might have been gay. 
What was that? Did oh, he was he that? was gay. We'll talk about it. He was he was gay. Yeah, that okay. that yeah. There was there was one line. I'm like, yep. You're just talking about you. You want you want to be gay. A couple times. And, and I understand it's 2002, but you could just been gay, man. It's okay. Your friends um, do not care. They're good enough friends. Right. Yeah. Um, like I said, sees Dave sees the diploma as the means to an end. He doesn't have those plans. Um, and he's taking the test for Sam and writes his phone number down because Angela <laughs> sitting right next to him and writes his real name on there. First and, and last name. First, oof, first and, and last. last name. Might as well have been like apartment number or dorm number. <laughs> I'm not in this class. Social security number. Yeah. I'm gives away. Yeah, a couple gives away everything. Got a couple yeah. thoughts. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, number one, I don't know, like you said, like the other two have a reason for them scamming. I think he just likes to scam. Yeah. Like it almost seems like he has fun scamming people, which seems like a weird way to go through your life when you're 20. Yeah. Um, he you. falls, he, I, I, I guess. I mean, there, there was a kid, I'm not going to tell any stories about him. I'll save them for a later date. There was a kid on my dorm room floor named Junkyard Dog. I don't know what his real name was. We all called him JYD. And that dude would live to scam. So, yeah, I, that makes sense to me. Um, Plum mm-hmm. yeah, Plum was, I'll tell you guys when we finish recording, but I, I'll save sure. it for a time when it makes more sense in the pod. Um, he, he falls for Angela, like, at first sight without even saying a word to her or knowing mm-hmm. anything about her as though there were zero other attractive women on this whole campus. They've he never left their dorm room. I, I yeah, guess not. Well, that, I'm sorry, Explanation. dorm room with there chain link fencing in it and like that. I, yeah. In my notes, it's just called the lair. I'm like, that can't be a fucking dorm. It's a I'm not sure what they're hanging out. It's a storage and then, room. With this, with this phone number business, um, yes. look, man, you know where she is. If you want to shoot your shot, go like kick it outside the lecture hall and wait for her to come out. She yeah. clearly like couldn't have been that into him because she left his name and number on the exam in the lecture hall. So it wasn't even True. like she wanted this interaction. But if you think that you're like really into this girl, you know exactly where she's going to be. You have nowhere to be because you don't go to class. So just yep. go sit right outside that door and then wait for her to come out. Problem yeah. solved. Um, also within this scene, if I may. You may. So he has to, you know, sneak in the stolen blue booklet so he can copy down the test questions mm-hmm. because he needs to get the test so Jason Siegel can have someone else write the answers and bring it back. Carl. I don't know, some convoluted thing. Um, Jason Swartz, cool, cool guy, Ethan, whatever the fuck he calls himself. Cool Ethan. He's awesome. Cool Ethan. He's the best. Yeah. Grab said test with Dave's phone number and yeah. name on it and just takes it and leaves. He steals the test too. Yeah. Well, he, he, the test. he gets distracted yeah. because Angela's hair was nearby. But uh, no, but he also. <laughs> he doesn't walk Sawa out. With- had yeah. to go in the class and yeah. copy down on the questions. Jason Schwartzman just leaves with the test. So yeah. when I said that this movie, the main plot has a huge hole in it. There it is. Um, I went to a big university where I think there were 40,000 students on campus. My, my, I, it was a lot of us. Um, no. Big 10, baby. My uh, lecture halls would have hundreds of students in them like three, four, five hundred kids in one classroom for a lecture hall. Why am I to believe that this university gives the exact same exam 
two different times to two different groups of students. Yeah. That yeah. Part, no, it didn't. It, it was didn't. Giving... Well, he... Oh, I guess, okay. I guess he got it so that he could fake the thing later on and take it later. Yeah, That's... so he got... So they stole the booklets Fair. from Airborne Express. And then part of the end of it was... Jason Siegel throws a dented bike. It's like, ah, oh, you've hit That's me. That's right. Yeah. And then he goes to the professor later and is like, look, I got hit by a truck. And he's on crutches. So it's, he's like, in, I need in, to take the... In my yeah. mind, and I, 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 see, I, I watched earlier today, so I shouldn't have been this confused. But in my mind, I'm like, am I really supposed to believe that it's like, all right, students, A through N, here's your yeah. exam. If your name is M through Z, don't talk to the A through N people. Oh, no. We'll see you guys on Thursday. <laughs> Like I'm like what yeah. what what is happening here? Okay, yeah. the, the truck that accident. Boy, that's a convoluted plot. God. And these coveted blue books, man. They they used to give these away at, right? at the bookstore. And it shits out. Yeah. It doesn't sound like this was. I guess they just had to add that part in to be like, ooh, tough to get. Ooh, yeah. Did give me, you know, panic sweats. But yeah, they sure. were just handing them shits out before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was all that was the whole thing with like they had to do this whole elaborate heist. Mm-hmm. And then Jason Schwartzman's character just walked out with the test. Like Stro- the last one out. The last one out. <laughs> rolls out. No one it. walks through and be like, oh, are there any papers left behind? Nope. Just took it. Left. It's mine. Once it's, once it's taken, I guess no one cares about it anymore. So, yeah. I guess, I guess. that. Yes, that was it. That's where the blackmail begins. And what does Ethan want? What's a woman? Not just any woman. Angela. Why um, does he think these guys are the guys to talk to about this? Yes, I remember Van Wilder. I guess. We don't see them um, talk to any other girls <laughs> the whole time true. the movie happens. Any other humans besides true. No, like I'm just yeah. like if like I could see you have to set this up for me where these guys are like beating women off with a stick they're so desirable these three dudes who live in the chain link fence palace like these are the guys you think are going to get you girls man Uh they're as dumb as you yeah best apartment on campus they said it that was a dorm they were in the dorm they said it it was like a basement closet with with a volkswagen bus on the roof Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah whatever to hang out in so yeah, another plot hole. You, in pieces, maybe that's really the only way. But no, no, no way. You're not, you're not getting yeah, that up there. No. no. Sam, Sam, broken tibia. Sam, who immediately after he takes the test, walks just fine and plays basketball. That it dunks. Yeah. <laughs> that day. And it's like no problem. I already took the test. What's going to happen? Uh, they they just they just never planned for anything like like this, which is fair because because at that age. You're, you're invincible. I understand. I get it. Um, eventually does, uh, once Ethan catches on, riding around in a scooter. With a, I saw a, a couple scenes like that. I'm like, okay, that's, that's fair, but you should have been doing that the entire time for at should least. Should have had that from the beginning. Like, because they were 40-something days from the end of the semester. Dude, just pretend you have a broken fucking leg. And, <laughs> they were so and, close. And you're all good. Call a cat um, guy. Yeah. Dave explains, like, why do people, why do these friends, why do they all cheat? Doesn't really say anything about him, why he does, so I'm led to no. assume it's because he's good at flim-flamming, so I'm going to keep flim-flamming until I can flim-flams no more. Um, Big on the foo He says that Sam cheats for convenience because he didn't want to take a foreign language class at 8 a.m. on the other side of campus, so that's where he started cheating. 
nothing he, seems less convenient than all of these things these guys do. Yeah. He, they never, do he never wants to wake up at 8 a.m. Yeah. And, you know. Are you going to be classes. a lawyer? Okay, bud. Sometimes you have to stay up real late and you have to get up real early, bro. Well, it's going to be real tough on you. I know. I know real a tough. thing or two about trying to find your easiest foreign language. I did sign language because I knew I couldn't misspell or mispronounce anything. But, mm-hmm. like, when you, when you, when I did, I mean, when I did sign language, sign language at Iowa is like a hot commodity. Like, it's, it's hard to get. Um, you have to do four semesters of a foreign language. And I think my first semester in ASL, I think it was my first semester of my sophomore year. I tried to get it freshman year, first and second semester. And it's like, you're too late. It's very much like hopping on a website to get tickets for a concert. Like it's hard yeah. to get sign language. When I was in there, I'm like, oh, I see why it's hard. I am the only non-scholarship athlete in this whole fucking room. My classmates were all like gymnasts, football players, like soccer players. I'm like, oh, I see. You guys all get the leg up. Well, yeah. Why did you have to take so much? Like, who gives a shit if you take a well, like, The University of Iowa gives a shit. You guys no, take, take four semesters of a foreign language. It yeah. was the same thing when, when I went to school for my BA. They're like, yep, two, if you can't test out of it, you need two years. What? Two well, years. And I, I could have tested out of Spanish, I think, because um, I did Spanish four semesters in high school. And yeah. during my orientation, very similar to Sam, they're like, all right, if you guys want to test out of your foreign language, you have to be in like North Hall at 7 a.m. for the exam. And I'm like, number one, don't know what or where North Hall is. Number two, this is my first time ever like being on a college campus overnight. Um, I'm you couldn't not just put the effort in just for one morning. Yeah, Never yeah. have to take a language well, class. I'm, I'm an early That's riser. Right. Also, I'm like, I don't think my Spanish is good enough. So I'm going to go... 7 a.m. and fail a two-hour test? Like, I don't want to do that. I took one semester of Spanish my freshman fall, and it was so bad. I thought I knew what level of Spanish I was capable of. I was just in the room. Couldn't tell you, like, what was happening. But that was it. That's all I had to take. And my friend who went on to, like, do a a semester abroad in, like, Spain, it was like the... She, I was just like Christina. What just happened in class today? She's like, yeah. don't worry about it. Or like, anytime the oh. professor would to talk, like, call on me, I'd be like, Christina, what's happening? See, meanwhile, <laughs> not only was I good enough at sign language to get A's for four semesters, I did uh, two semesters of deaf history and deaf culture to get a minor in it. That's wonderful. I oh. had a, I have a minor in sign language. Not good at it anymore, but when I was like 22, 23, damn near fluent. Yeah. It's impressive. I'm just saying, I took one semester of Spanish and that's all I needed and I was done. Yeah. My placement test was online, Crooks, and I still because my father was like, why didn't See, you just Dave, ask you're of Sp- you're of Hispanic descent. He said he he said I, I understand. I screwed up by not like pound that forcing you guys to learn more Spanish when you were kids or anything like that. But you could have just been like, hey dad, do you have like 45 minutes? And if I have any questions while I'm taking the test can I ask you? you I could have done that and just been done with it. I could have just been done with it. And just, and I'm like, I got to do it. Part of me was like, I got to do it myself. I'm going to college myself. Got to do it myself. But my dad could have been like, yep, that's what that means. Yeah, that's what that means. And he could have saved a couple semesters worth of really tuition. Uh, well, He's like those colleges that like require like everybody has to take swimming. Like what the fuck is this? I didn't have to do that. It's a good skill. Thank God. It's a good skill. And my math class wasn't math. I took a logic course. I took too stats. Many... That's all I had to take. That Me was too. It. I took Ooh. stats, yeah. I, I yeah. took logic because I failed business stats twice. I guess I withdrew twice. 
Now I took like real stats and then I had to take psych stats, which was so much easier once I took this like real stats, like math. Like my friend was a math major and she's like, what the fuck are you math doing major. in here? And I was like, I don't know, Jesus. I needed a math class. No logic. It was all syllogisms and, you know, paradoxes and whatnot. True. Easy fucking but yeah. yeah, wants to go to law school. Not gonna, you're not getting into law school. You're not, yeah. Uh-uh. No, this is uh-uh. not gonna happen. Uh-uh. Um, there was a part where he was talking about he has he has he has a theory about women. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't like this. Which was uh, yeah, just interesting. You uh, treat a hot girl like dirt, mm-hmm. and she'll stick to you like mud. He's clearly a devotee of mystery from the pickup artist. Negan, you gotta neg, neg, neg her enough, and she will fall in love with you. Neg yeah. her, and, and we see. Neg her. But we see, um, we see two examples in in the movie of him doing this. One of them is to Gina Gershon. Yeah. Oh, wait, I feel like I just wrote Gina Gershon. I do not what happened. I don't know what happened to that scene. I just wrote Gina Gershon. He appears That's to be in a voice. club of some sort, maybe a nightclub. Maybe um, <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, they just start insulting each other back and forth and back and forth, and then you know, because it was the right insult, and he, and suddenly he's shirtless. Yeah, I don't know how it happens. I think I um, think he's I think he's shirtless when this when the scene begins. He's in he there started shirtless, shirtless in like in like a speedo, like he's only wearing a speedo in the club. I don't know what. I wasn't allowed to wear a jersey in the club in college, so like you're yeah. over here. There's just one of those underpants. weird fantasy montages that you can't. I don't know. It sure is. <laughs> it sure is. Enough. It's a problem. And then it's that part at the end of the movie when Laura Prepon? 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 I haven't seen uh, that since 99. <laughs> yeah, because she, her, she's interesting. We'll talk more, more about her. She's fascinating. But uh, yeah. yeah, he just goes he just goes back and forth with her just like Gina Gershon. And oh, it works both like times. So he I was taught like he, he was taught by being rewarded that, you know, having that philosophy was good. Was and you see him just, and when he's telling it to his friends, he's just staring into the camera like, yeah. God. Yeah. Jesus, that's know, the way to do it. What was this it. exchange between Siegel and Laura Prepon, Prepon, yeah. Preponderous? I, 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 when it started, I'm like, oh, that's what we're doing, huh? Yeah. This is where we're going. Like no, her thing. We'll 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 skip to her and 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 go back to the others. Um, we don't really know much about her. And they walk out. And Angela's like, "How'd you do on the test?" It's like, "Oh, that one. I have no idea." But the the the, the one in that magazine, the magazine purity test. I was two points short of being a skank. And that's what she was mad about. She's like, she, "That's what she, she wanted, wanted to, be. to be a skank." And you, then uh, she did that. Um, yeah. that Aaron Brockovich visible top eighth of the bra at all times thing, and I'm just like, yeah. I I never knew a girl that did that for real. Yeah. Oh. No. Oh. And uh, Jeff does some some reconnaissance work when he steals all those emails and stuff, and she's in the common area just masturbating, just sexually masturbating herself. She was sexually um, masturbating herself, and the noises in the faces. <sighs> Also, yeah, this movie. There what? is a man you have never met before, ten feet away from you. Sure, and you're just legs akimbo yeah. getting yeah. down yeah. here. Like, yeah. I, I don't think anyone acts like this. No. Even like the horniest dude. Well, no, I take that back because you know, Me Too taught us a lot about Louis C.K. and some of these dudes. So I guess there True. are 
things. Like, jack off in front of strangers for the fun of it. But, like, I don't think that's a woman thing where it's like, I'm just going to, you know, get down here while you are five feet away being a creep in my apartment. That seems very strange to me. Yeah, it was weird. No, it appears to be her her thing, though. She's um, anything, like sexual outside what you, you would consider the means the mainstream she has a guy in a gimp mask later yeah. when uh ethan's outside playing his new wave love song mm-hmm. um that's also very interesting um and he's it's just yeah just a, a guy in a mask like and what whatever they're doing who for a second i thought it was aaron paul from breaking bad but turns out it wasn't gonna get mask yeah. <laughs> they, my, mask. my thing is like they gave this character all of these really sexually libertine behaviors with like no payoff whatsoever yeah, like no. it was just like a her only character trait is that she's super 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 into like kinky sex <laughs> we know nothing else about her we barely know her name yeah. I, I, I know her name from IMDb it. yeah I no, know yeah. her name from looking up at IMDb but like Rihanna I think it's Rihanna Rihanna, is that you? No, it's I think people it's just Rihanna. walking into our door, which happens too many times. Too many fucking times. Movie. Lock that shit. So I, did you just walk in? I'm like, yeah, it was, it was open. Of course I, I did. I'm, I'm Ethan. I'm. A, a, everyone gets to walk in there at least once. Lock your fucking door. No, it's just I know it's no one's fault when I walk in, lock in their door, but they should. There's predators on that campus. And Maybe Ethan is one of them. Yeah, and Ethan's one of them. <laughs> um, let's see. Well. Rihanna, though, she does get hers, even with people in the next room. She's like, I was doing something. I'm going to continue doing it. Do what you have to do. Yeah. I can't imagine this. Um, Let's see. Sam. Pissed off at Dave. He endangers their future just to give a girl a phone number, man. You don't need to do that. Nope. Um, Nope. Let's see. Jeff, we we pretty much talked about Jeff already. He's he's kind of averse to, to talking with girls. He's He's good with, you know, his own dick singing with a sock on it. He's good oh, with that. God. What the fu- I uh, can't even remember why that happened. It, it like, happened for no fuck fucking reason. He, he was he was over here singing a duet with his dick. So sure. so if if you guys if you guys haven't seen this movie, like number one, don't. But if you do <laughs> if you if you haven't seen it, he does that thing that ventriloquists will do. Where they'll sing a duet oh. with themselves. He didn't drink a glass of water. But like he did that thing that a ventriloquist will do, where you sing a duet with yourself. Yeah, he was singing right. So we come around the mountain with his duet song, which is very strange. And then the camera shows what, and I I don't I don't have a polite way to say this. What I thought was way too skinny of a dick with tubes around it. So like it looked, it, it looked very thin. It reminded me of Deuce Below. Sure. The the detective was like, no, it's not small. It's thin. It, it seems very emaciated, and he, the the he's got a face drawn on his the sock on his dick, not unlike googly Mr. eyes, Sacco. googly eyes though. Yeah, googly eyes and a face, not unlike Mr. Sacco from you know <laughs> Attitude Area WWE. Yeah, and uh, the mouth on this thing is opening and closing though, so mm-hmm. it's an enchanted dick sock apparently. Yeah. And then when this whole scene ends, he just gets like a phone call. He wasn't even jerking it. He yeah, had like a solid hard dick with a mm-hmm. sock on it working out their act, I guess. But and not even like on the drops. It seems like it's like a special dick sock. Because it wasn't mm-hmm. even like a normal foot sock. Your foot would nope. not fit in that sock. It was like nope. it was almost like <laughs> if you had those like toe socks. 
And yeah. then you cut one of the toes off and like put it on your very thin dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, all of this was really bad. I don't know what you see a little bit of the shaft under the sock. Mm. I'm like, why are we oh, doing God. this? It was mm. disturbing. That's gross. We're wrong. And to reinforce his crazy guy thing when he's in that class and won't stop filling out his paper when he's, he's mm-hmm. like, and, and the Michael McDonald professor is like, oh, you know what? That's an F. That's an F. Okay, where's your paper? I'm going to give you an F because you didn't listen to me. Um, and he's, because he's crazy, takes all the tests and goes, whoa, and throws them all up in the air and runs yeah. out the door. He's like, but you then, don't even yeah, know my name. Like, no, no, that's Chris, it's what you were talking about it's earlier. Those, no, those those big uh, those big lectures. You're not gonna know 200 kids' no. names, however many kids. Yeah. So no. he used that to his advantage. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was like the only smart thing that occurred in this film. Yeah, yeah. There aren't many. Uh, let's do Angela before Ethan. Ethan, there's, Angela. there's just so much to say before Ethan. Um, the object of Ethan's was exception. Was that a Tony Danza? Uh, Angela? Uh, was that what you're? No, no. Well, well, that's Angela. Angela. <laughs> Um, the object of Ethan's obsession, eventually Dave's obsession as well, but you know, less creepy like a normal love way. Um, let's see what we, what we know. Four point GPA. Yeah, no, nothing about her. Yeah, four four point GPA. She's a town. Well, she's not a townie. She's a local. But, she's you know, local. Technically townie. She's she's from the town where the college is. Mm-hmm. Um, she works at a hospital. God. I think she um, tears. Yeah, she works at a homeless shelter too. Yeah. Both times, Volunteer. Ethan just decides to blow up the world, which is incredible. Um, learn about her stepmom, who likes to garden, uh, interior design, decoupage, some kind. Uh, Are arrange sure flowers. That, well, <laughs> oh, yeah, they no, just like, like that. She was definitely like. Skip over something? It, it wasn't even mumbled. She said she, it. At full. Oh, no, she, 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 I like the garden, she, interior design. Decoupage, suck cock, arrange flowers. Like yeah. just it's very okay. I number one, I did not realize that was her stepmom. I thought it was they her put, actual mom. No, no, it was no, a throwaway line. Okay, throwaway line. After they're done banging, like after they're done thrusting at the pool, they're like, "Tell me a secret." Well, there's my mom. My mom, my, my real mom, lives in St. Louis. I'd oh, get out of the house where right. my stepmom was. I'm like, oh, and, and then Dave's like, oh. That's really good news. That's your stepmom. Oh, that's, that's really right. good. That's right. Like this whole thing felt <laughs> so dumb and unnecessary. Like it, yeah. it didn't it didn't become anything. If you're gonna yep. do this, you gotta bring her back on like graduation day or like yeah. you walk into the dorm and she's in there or something. And now you gotta be like, Oh, I don't know you. You haven't had my dick in your mouth until just now. Like that's that's how you handle this. I feel like I'm gonna toss something out here for you guys. Hmm. It's possible that this filmmaker who made one film has a real fetish for old ladies. The, we, this is this is a horny college movie. Yeah. The women okay. are sexualized in this movie. One is in her seventies. True. Another true. one is this woman who plays the mom, stepmom, and then mm. a, the third one is. A, a random, basically extra, who's probably in her early sixties, who plays Dave's mom. Yeah, she was. Is it Dave's mom? No, she's just some random lady. No, the- when when during Dave's the Dave's, I saw the sign. Yep, yeah. when he's yeah. running through campus, seeing Ethan hook up with all these women, 
there's a topless older oh, woman on his lap. And he's like, oh, that's my mom. It was the terrible ADR. It didn't go with the lips it was at all. It was okay. fucking I was horrendous. Thinking, okay, sorry. Yes, the old lady in the hospital who's. Well, that's, that's the 71 year old Mamie Van Doren who used to be like one in 1A with Marilyn Monroe back in the day. True. She, oh. Mamie Van Doren. Um, who was the other one? Uh, Greta Garbo was in there. Like there were, May, there were, there were all May. these. You want to put Mae West in there? It's similar. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm interested <laughs> in the fact yeah. that the screenwriter. So we're not going to put this on the director. We'll put it on the screenwriter. Entered Yale at age 16. Okay. And then he earned a law degree from Duke. Like probably at a young age. Probably. So like maybe he just. But I could see that if it was women in their 30s. These are old. Mamie Van Doren was 71 years old. Mm-hmm. Titties out. Just titties yes. out. Were those her real titties? <laughs> I don't know yeah. if she's had real titties for yeah. a long time, but those were her physical titties. Yeah. Those were real. Those were her hey, actual hey, titties. Hey, you know what? Old ladies are sexy too. No, those, they're, 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 they're very good. They, 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 they looked half her age, so I'll give her credit for that. Yeah. But I, it just felt so, like we are in a horny college movie. There are women in this movie, and the ones that you choose to overtly sexualize are all retirement age. Maybe that's the joke. Like maybe they're t- putting. Um... Did you laugh at it? I didn't laugh at that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Was that a joke? Maybe they're like flipping the sexualization on its head and it's, you don't get to see any young perky titties. You just see old lady titties. Just old perky titties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. that was yeah. a weird series of choices. Do you want titties in your R-rated film? We'll give you titties. I'm into old it. titties. Was, yeah. During a Yikes. weird, God, during a sponge bath too. Oh. <laughs> God. Jump into um, Josephat. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Angela is the object of two people's affections. One of them mm-hmm. normal, the other not. Much less so. Much I less think so. Sam's not. He lies a lot. Or not Sam. Dave. Dave they're, they're both bad people. Neither one of them is great. Yeah. Bad people, but one of them's one trying of them to make a relationship <laughs> that's like normal. Like, <laughs> they're dangerous. Like, the other one is okay. Ethan, serial killer in the making, with oh. his, with the stolen panties that he wears in his head on uh-huh. several occasions. Where did he uh-huh. get those? That's I just a, took them out of the, you know, laundry room. Some. These are great questions. Oh. The hair doll. The hair doll. Yeah. Like he so he legit hair. wants to put on Angela's so skin and walk around in a skin suit. He jerked yeah. it to the hair doll. He, and he, he might have jerked it, it onto the hair doll. No, he was pretty, like holding he, it, and it was like talk. He made it talk no. into his ear, and then he was he, fucking the couch. He was just having sex scene, with the couch, and that's until the scene ended. He was holding it. I don't know how that ends. <laughs> I no, I guarantee you, he was he was fucking that couch, and he left <laughs> terrible, terrible things in that couch. Oh my god! Oh my god! She's gonna she's gonna sit on this later. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, and there's that one part toward the beginning where he's got the hot candle wax. Oh my god! And he ends up pouring it onto his dick. He's like, oh, but he fails Nothing to blow sounds the candle. Worse. He's like, I'm, I'm going to blow out the candle. Fails to do that, but hot wax. He needs more wax for later on, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, on the, right to the dick and balls, which is great. Right and wants and to wants to lock Angela in a little room where we can, you know, 
figure it out because yes. I love screaming. you. I want her yeah. screaming. I was like, yeah. yeah. When I close my eyes, I just see her watch. screaming and scream. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Listen, I am fine with you doing like the nerdy, undesirable guy who the hot girl wants nothing to do with. Doesn't even know exists. Yes, I am fine with that as an archetype, as a trope. Cool. This dude, he ain't that. Like he's no. he's nerdy. She doesn't like him, doesn't really know he exists, but also he would happily murder. Yeah. Like he would it's... he would murder and smile at the same time. True. This is uh I think this is the inspiration um for one of our favorite shows, Crooks. <laughs> You. I know. He's Joe. You. You. Listeners. Listeners, stand by for my superlatives in like 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Ooh, <laughs> that, that might come right back around. But, yeah, yeah, no, yes. Is this is a different. So creepy. He's, he's got psychosis. This is not, this is not a guy who's got a crush on a girl. Like, we have not talked about the full-blown Angela Shrine in his room, Helga Pataki yeah. style from Hey Arnold. Like he's got, he's got this huge, I, this dude is a dangerous individual. Yeah. So this is two movies in a row that I like it. We didn't talk about it a lot during she's the man, but yeah. there was a shrine to Olivia that Malcolm had. Anything? Yeah. Malcolm did have a shrine. Um, I feel like this comes up a lot. Like, what is it like? Is this just like a movie trope to writers ex- have friends who do like where does this come from that like oh this is a thing that we're gonna put in our movies i'm gonna take a stab here quite often the nerdy characters in a lot of these movies seem to at least be based on the people that wrote the movies where it's like i think a lot of a lot of filmmakers and film writers kind of see themselves when they were young as kind of being dorks because they probably spent all their time like watching movies and talking about movies and they're probably pretty lonely. I could, I could imagine a scenario not where these guys actually had shrines. Cause like, I sure as hell hope not. But, <laughs> but I could see that they all have the same source material. They probably all saw the same Fellini movie where there's a shrine to a woman or whatever. Like, oh, I think that's pretty yeah. great filmmaking. I'm going to borrow that. Yeah. I, I can't, as, as often as we were in each other's friends' rooms and stuff growing up, I can't imagine, you know, I had high school friends who were super into a girl. If I walked into one of their rooms and there was a fucking shrine to her, I'd be like, well, time to hit the old dusty trail. Dusty trail, yeah. You have officially crossed. I, I can't stay here. Dude, bro, you, the Rubicon's back there. You've crossed it. We've crossed you it. You wouldn't have been like, yo, dude, what the fuck? You would have just been like, and let's say hang out at Billy's house. Like, what the fuck? The, the less I know about Billy at his shrine, the better. Like, I don't want you to explain this or back it no, up. Okay. I need to go. Okay. Yeah. There are also, since we're on Ethan, I feel like there were like throwaway lines with Jason Schwartzen as Ethan Schwartzen. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. I feel like he's like throwing out things like, oh, like I don't do hospitals, not a hospital again. Like Never they said, it. Yeah, yeah, like he would just like, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe they're trying. There's like a part of it sometimes feels like, were they trying to go for satire just to be uh, so over the top that it comes like around to being so, because like his character is so, <laughs> it's so over the top 
crazy and he does mm-hmm. have these like throwaway lines of like hey maybe this dude has been institutionalized before like it was sure it was wild. well and what what threw me about him not wanting to go to a hospital again they set it up where he's like ranting about how he will never step foot in a hospital again and then we see him, he's like Cause what happened last time and then we immediately cut to him in the hospital. So I'm like, okay, so this must be the flashback where yes. we see why he went I to the hospital. I thought that too, yes. Oh, this is real yes. time. This is modern yeah. day. This is it's, after it's that really conversation. Happening. It's happening. Man, oh, fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck it. Um, no, but he writes, you know, he's got a lot of feelings in himself, though. He, he writes that oh, yeah. really awesome uh, new wave love song that, it's like, I would never hurt you, but also if I do, it'll be an accident. I'm already sorry. Um, Laying the yeah. groundwork for his it's future just, as Drew Peterson. Yeah. It's so weird. There's that part in, in the library where, 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 he's, where he's talking to David. It's like, just look, well, actually, you, you know what? Potent quotables. Let's just get there now. What did you say? All right. <laughs> let's let's fucking just, do this. Let me just get to this. Uh, he responds to Dave's like, yeah, it's because you love her, right? Uh, she's like, yeah, uh, because of the way she smells. Because of her smile. Because when I close my eyes, all I see is her face laughing and moving and screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. <laughs> yes, I love her. Yes, I love her completely. I hate her completely. But that's something I want us to work on together in a little locker room. Ugh. This is oh. the first time we hear him talk about her. This yes. is how we find out he's into her. This is our yeah. entree to how his mind works. For sure. You, know, you, you see him like smelling her in class. Well, we see her, we see him smelling her and like destroying his pencil when he sees Dave flirt with her or whatever. But this is the first time we see him talk about how he That's feels true. about her. He yeah. also, um, I'm a huge proponent of a lint roller. I hate lint. <laughs> Not as much of a problem anymore because I don't wear like wool or like sweaters or anything. But like that lint roller, I was like, that's a good lint roller. And he's using it on her chair to try to get. I was like, what the fuck is this? Right in front of Jim Rash. Jim Rash is like, this is fine with me. Jim Rash with hair is weird looking, I want to say. No, he's like one of those. um, He's like one of those. uh, What's that? Truffle dogs with hair. Truffle pigs. No, because there's that part too later when he's trying to track him, her, and. Dave down and starts stops at the tennis court where they were sitting, and that's where her hair was, like right on the top of the net. He finds the one hair, and he's like, "Yes, could have been anyone's hair." Using a different shampoo. Ah, uh, probably not her hair, man. No, <laughs> like, I didn't like you better not hair. be doing what you're not supposed to. The big bad wolf's gonna find you. Oh my god. Yeah. So creepy. Oh I had a quote and quotable. A potent quotable. Quote and quotable. What is, I don't even know what quote is. A quote and quotable. Quote and quotable. But Nate Faxon only pops up for like a second. He's like, hangs out with them for the testing or whatever. And he goes, maybe if you guys would stop, you know, doing these doobie smack joint heads, you wouldn't be just Yeah. Doobie smack joint heads. I yeah. will say, I'm not a huge Faxon head, but the face that he makes after the babyest hit on that joint was kind of funny. He's like, oh, uh, it, it's not, I don't, it's it's not for me. me. This is not my thing, man. This is not working. That was not gonna happen. <laughs> Let's see. Um, funny one. That one tickled. Tickled me. Oh, perfect. We are getting screwed by the system. System that forces us guys to like girls, all right? We're uh, getting pushed into this. What if we just take the girls out of it? You can have our own system. 
counter system. And then you like do things together. You swim, you row, you boat, you eat, you stink. You just be the guys. You have sex, you can do it. You know, many guys at a time. But it's not gay. That's Jeff. That's Jeff. I want to say at the end of that scene, the dismount of this scene, completely non sequitur, he he interrupts the other guys. You guys, if I can just interject something, I'm not gay, you know. And that's how the scene ends. And I'm like, well, pretty sure you, you just talked about having a gangbang with a bunch of dudes. Like, I'm pretty sure you are. Which you is definitely fine, did. But like, come to grips with yourself, pal. Like, you, yeah. you are. And it's, it's okay. But like, don't act like you're not. Mm. Yeah, there were, there were another couple of lines. Um, there were two Rihanna lines, Rihanna, whatever, I wanted to bring up. Because this, these are both in the same scene. Um, and I think they kind of sum up all that we need to know about her. This is when um, Angela's talking about how she has a crush on Dave. And Rihanna goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you getting the special tingle about this boy? And I'm like, what are you, 70 years old? And then yeah. immediately she follows up with, you know my policy, show the boobs and work the ass. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> like, she said we, that? She didn't say that. that. Oh, no, work yeah, I remember. Ass. Trying to help her pick like, out the outfit to wear. Boobs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she's Rihanna. Work, 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 work. Is that a Rihanna song? Is that a Rihanna song? Dude, I did it. Yes. I did it. Bravo. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's another couple here. None of these are well written, but these are lines that at least like stuck out to me as this is this is what the level of humor this movie expects us to laugh at is. Um, Sam is trying to explain that he's too injured to take the exam. And he says that his balls are all like black and blue and bruised up. Mm-hmm. And the professor is like, great, rip them out. And his reaction was, listen. Present them. <laughs> present them. Miss Chokes on Dick. Listen, Chokes on Dick. if you help me take the midterm, I'll show everyone my balls. Like the theater is supposed to bust up laughing at that. Um, Ethan, when he introduces himself, says, they call me cool Ethan. I live in Heiner Recker Hall. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that, oh, Jesus. Heiner Recker. Um, oh. I wrote it down. Um Wait. Yeah. Then uh, Jeff, I don't even know, again, to allude maybe to the fact that Jeff is gay, he's trash talking Ethan. And he says, if you're done trying to hide the baloney pony, we've got some stuff to eat. I'm like, hide the baloney pony? What? And then lastly, this is an Ethan line that I did at least smile at a little bit. And it, it does sum up how weird and awkward he is as a character. You're smart. I like you. I'll probably give you a nickname. I'm like, all right. Like the guy that announces that, that's a lame fucking dude. So at least yeah. I'm like, I see the kind of character they're trying to build for us here. For sure. That, that's why I'm like, maybe they were really going for satire because Jason Schwartzman is, I don't know what movie he's in, but it's mm-hmm. not the same one as everybody else. It's different. And I kind of want to, I want to see that like frenetic Looney Tooney movie that Jason Schwartzman's in because it's yeah. it seems great. It you know, seems so much fun. You have a good point there because I think what what took me out of this movie so much is like the tone didn't ever really match. Like there's parts of this movie that are like bonkers, weird, bizarre shit happening. There's parts of this movie that seem very grounded and like very yes. logical and reasonable. And then there's just like, there's parts of this movie where the relationship between Dave and Angela 
feels way older than college kids hooking up. Like it feels yeah. like the notebook for some reason. It feels fucking like a serious romantic film. And I'm like, what are we yeah. doing here? Yeah. If, if, if the whole movie was, was like level set on we're all going to be in the movie Ethan is in, I think I might have enjoyed this. Yeah. yeah, there's one point where I was like, why does he have like an A shaved into his chest hair? And I was like, oh, oh A for Angela. Like, Angela! Yeah. Angela! 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 <laughs> Angela! Um, <laughs> but like, that's the level I was like, this is where, like, Jason is giving us 110. Like, he is going for it. Yes. And like, everybody else is like, playing it kind of like subdued, minus Jeff. Jeff goes there a couple times. I don't Laura think he's Prefond. a good enough actor. I don't know what she's up to. I don't, I don't know what movies she's in either. But yeah, it. Is, I was. This movie was. It was long. Every I was like, we've got to be close to the movie being over, and I'm like, oh, we're, we're twelve minutes in. Minutes. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it was a little long for what it was. Hundred percent. Like, oh my god. She had um, already gone through like I think she had already found out that like Devin Sawa was gaming her and there were 45 minutes left in the movie and I was like in what world is there more I woke up thinking I had 20 minutes to go I turned it on and I'm like 26 minutes oh fuck you like I was so mad over those next six minutes I'm just like I want this to be over yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, when when you guys were were talking about those kind of like the uh, Dave and Angela sort of romantic comedy scenes. The pool scene oh is one that I think of. Where do they fall from? The do they jump from the roof? Do, do they jump from the roof or is this just they're they, falling they, out of They jumped from the roof and left their, their clothes up there. Yeah, They jumped out of the rafters. <laughs> yeah. I yep. do not think that pool is deep enough. No, it is not like a high dive platform no. diving pool. No. no. Very low ceiling. Very low. Yeah, yeah like, I'm thinking that ten feet deep. Not even that ten feet. Ten feet seems too much. I'm giving it eight, eight tops. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. an eight foot pool. They both died from breaking all their bones. No, that was a they long fall. They survived the uh, the the additional shock to be underwater staring at each other in music video fashion, um, which was good. And then they exited the pool very sensually, very. Very, just like staring each other. Incredibly sensually. No, she just he just picks her up like, yeah. and then he climbs up the ladder, and she's just like, no, oh, let me just lean into your head, butt you in the chest. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Not yeah. to be crude, I thought he was picking her up to eat some box. Like he picked her up and put her on the side of the pool and like leaned in. And I'm like, well, this is very progressive Brooks, for a 2000. Lie, may or may not have thought that as well. May or may not have thought that's that. the move. That's what, that's what that, happens there. That's why no, because that's probably what what he's like. Well, this this would make the most sense based on what. <laughs> but also, no, no, do that's it. it's not what's in the script. No, lift her out, and then I'll get out, and we'll just be weird to each other, and she'll like walk backwards on her tippy toes, like mm-hmm. oh, with her hands above her head. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's just takes... running after her like yeah yeah you shouldn't, you shouldn't run around a pool it's slippery it's dangerous it's very, it's very dangerous well and Especially what what no lifeguards no none lifeguards. to be found we don't know how they got i mean i guess they broke in through a, a, a skylight oh, he can control the power so he can do whatever oh, that's right he, whatever my my wants. my main issue with this whole thing this is what i'm talking about when i say it feels like suddenly we're in the notebook i yeah. have been a college kid hooking up this is not what it's like no. like it's not it's not 
you know, spooning sensually <sighs> in a public place on a pile of towels an hour after we got done banging it out. The way they <laughs> threw those towels. Oh so God. I was like, am I watching Cool Intentions? <laughs> 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 I was like, what the fuck are they throwing these towels around for? And then it was when it was insane. over, I was like, oh. Because you were like really thoughtful. You're like, I need to put something soft down. Get I'm trying out. to think. I'm no, trying not to think in what college, it wasn't. What else is around a pool that they'd be able to? Th- this is really it. Like noodles and also noodles. Never been to a pool with like fifty thousand stacked up perfect white towels. Just sitting there like, oh, 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 oh. But like it listeners, was. listeners, I want I want you guys to to hop in the time machine here with me quick. If you were around, <laughs> like this is college in two thousand two. All right. I was in college in 2003, so I missed this. Maybe there was a dramatic change year over year. Dana, you would know. I was there. In, uh, second half of my freshman year was in February a towel 1st, bu- 2002. In, in a place where a towel budget's way up. This, yes. this, this all makes sense. Our pool was nasty as hell. And yeah. of chlorine. Those were the hardest towels on the planet. But like, yeah. let, let's, let's imagine it's 2002. The hookup to me in 02. You go to Dollar, you call it. You come home. <laughs> You put on your favorite DVD and take your pants off. It's not, mm. we're not going to like hold hands and have this romantic date in the public pool. It's probably commit a on a breaking and en- commit breaking and entering <laughs> like, num- right. number one. This is a crime. Crime's been hey, done. Hanging out in there for so long yep. after they were done. Yep. Like sex preamble would have loved this, but like, I'm not hanging out somewhere for two hours spooning after. What the fuck is wrong with you? My yeah. guess is they shimmied in from a a skylight <laughs> situation yeah. like there's like a like a like a you know yeah like a skylight that you could open with like all glass it was all like an, almost like a greenhouse type of ceiling because it was a very <laughs> lovely pool it was a and then they pool. like shimmied into the rafters they probably like threw their clothes wherever they repelled into they, the pool they, they free falled <laughs> it was just like it fell far all the way down pools are always involved in these like romantic moments like even in um book smart where she's like yeah oh that was genuinely romantic yeah Uh, it's i want to break free want to feel it in my body mm -hmm. that is a good that's a good that's a good scene that's a beautiful scene scene. and it genuinely romantic but again there's like pool that movie earned it it also it just really i was like Getting Cruel Intentions where Reese and Ryan Phillippe are in like Love Love Fools playing. Hated that. Mm. Hated that shit. Okay. okay. At least again, Didn't that like movie it. earned it. And like this is yes. two seconds ago, we have crazy Jason Schwartzman wearing underwear on his head, talking about her screaming and little like dick puppet. And then we have say, this. We can't be more than left. 10 minutes removed from a singing penis. And this is such a tender, like they, uh, they're not fucking, they're making love. And I'm like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> like, yeah, you guys are and, college kids. For and they sh- there was a lot of thrusting being shown. I understand it's an R mm-hmm. and they were complaining about the, the nude, uh, singing dick. the nude singing dick, but uh, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would have had a problem with showing all the legs and stuff being there was some in those directions too. There was, it was some a, thrusting. It was highly erotic. Highly erotic. My God. Some other sequences that need to be spoken about. There was a three-way makeout between Jason Schwartzman and uh, uh, Angela and uh, Rihanna earlier in the movie uh, that just kind of came, came out of nowhere. That, that was a little weird. Didn't do um, the dream sequence. Didn't tell me in, in advance. Well, it's, it's someone, later. It, 
yeah, there's there's that scene in Cruel Intentions, you know, with all that saliva. Some 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 sometimes it works. This time this was, it was gross. No? This was this was more along the lines of uh, that scene in Road Trip, where all of a sudden it's like the two of them boning in the quad in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Where it's like yeah. you don't you don't lead in knowing it's a dream sequence. That did it better than this. I'm like I yeah. have no reason to believe this is real. This is obviously True. fake. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Um, the choir singing. I I saw the sign. I love that song. I have love that no song. problem trying to defend it. Because people are just like, oh, Ace of Base, fuck that. No, it's no, Max no, 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 Martin. No. Listen, if you're was... Max Martin is, get on Wikipedia, look up Max Martin. He's written every pop song you like. Among the most writer. prolific writers. It's unbelievable. Yeah. There will ever be. Swedish um, pop songs. Yep. True. Yep. Cameron, know that much English. Cameron Diaz. Why? <laughs> Ooh, she must have owed someone a favor or lost a bet or something. Um. So, okay, for the viewers who don't know, she's in, she, the listeners who don't know, I'm sorry, Dana. She's in, she has a cameo in this movie, um, but she plays herself. So it's a cameo of her as herself. This is basically her at the peak of her career. I had to look yep. up what she was doing around this time. Mm-hmm. The, two movies, the two movies directly before this. Charles Shrek, Shrek yeah. and Vanilla mm-hmm. Sky were amazing before this. Then it was this. Big. After this, it was The Sweetest Thing and Gangs of New York. What the fuck were you doing in this movie? Yeah. yeah, she was, this was sandwiched between Vanilla Sky and The Sweetest Thing. The Sweetest Thing is a, a, like a legit good movie. It's her and Christina Applegate like on a cross-country trip together. Like That's a good yeah. movie. Why are you in this and not even like an acting role? You're just making out with Jason Schwartzman. What the fuck happened? It was so weird. It was so weird. It was, it, it was odd. Guy, I can't help but hear that like Kanye lyric. Mm-hmm. Dogs couldn't tell if I look like Tom Cruise on Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. It's been an accident like Geico. Go. I, I could do the entire first Kanye album. I don't recognize any of the other music, but that first good. album is perfect. Thought I was brought up like Quentin like, did Michael. Michael. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what else. Um, uh, yeah, the Dave Dave's mom with the terrible a- ADR. We already talked to one, about that one a little bit. He's, just, he's like kissing her thigh when yeah. she's topless with like her elbow covering. She had to be sexy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, so that was odd. It was just like everything that uh, Dave didn't want to see at that moment was because I'm guessing Cameron Diaz was like his, his celebrity crush, and there's. And there's Ethan just getting all of that, at that, at, that at that moment, and then his, his his mother being violated in that same way. He's like, yeah, that's yeah. all there is. Uh, let's see. Um, there's a little fantasy sequence with Ethan wearing panties on his head, giving a sponge bath to Angela while Dave is taped to a chair. You guys remember this? Yeah. Oh, he's very quick. Yes. He's very quick. And uh, yes. we kind of kind of retreated into serial killer movie territory with the lighting and everything i'm like this is everything about this is this very is buffalo yeah, bill bad. man this is gross yeah. shit very very bad yeah and this and, and that sequence with the three best friends at, at at the very beginning i think it was worth talking about because it was it was real nice but some of those sequences are a little fucked up yeah a little, a little weird yeah i didn't uh, like it they're just like playing it. can you top this <laughs> yeah no it's like uh, big beats tied to the bed with uh, Jason Siegel dressed as like an 1800s like sex worker. Mm-hmm. And then Devin Sawa comes out wearing a Superman <laughs> or like some kind of 
generic um, costume Hi. of a superhero, Hi. and he's got the Intercontinental Championship belt yeah. based on the shape yeah. of the, the, that's the, that's the one. In my mind, like, the most coveted of all belts. What are we trying? What 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 are we trying to say there? What's what's going on? I don't know. I, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I it felt very much like like um. Let's just put a bunch of scenarios in a hat and like pull out whichever ones we want to make a, a one second vignette scene of. It's a yeah, montage that, of them in dress up. That yeah. takes a lot of time. And the fact sure that does. you spent time, because like you can go like, oh, this is like a Beatles thing. This is like a, they start the riding bikes in like 70, like in all you're like, I get it. I get it. And you're like, and then it is that one where Homeboy is in his drawers, handcuffed <laughs> and foot cuffed to the, yeah. it, and you're just like, what is this from? You know what like, happens I now? Know. Okay, what's, I, what's happening now? I've got, I've got, a, I've got a quick, two quick thoughts here. One, yeah. um, this reminded me a little bit of Zoolander, where you're going through all the different photo shoots that Zoolander yeah. has been in, and all of a sudden he's in like, like a get up um, as one of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz, like banging symbols together and shit. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. That was genuinely funny. Like, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're going more like weird and bizarre. This one didn't really get I, that part of it. Yeah. And then the, the Beatles one was funny because Big Pete is clearly on stage, like nodding off from a heroin overdose. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this is, again, what we were saying before. If the movie would have kept this tone throughout, I think it could have been a funnier movie. Like they, mm-hmm. they went, it's almost like they hired a guy to like come and like punch up the script with a bunch of like absurdist cutscenes and just yeah. like work those in where they could find space to put them in. Because if the movie, the whole movie was this silly, I'd be like, all right, at least you're making like a silly, like satire over the top. This was just a weird tonal shift. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. You never so, knew what to, t- to take seriously or like, because right. it was nope. such a fine line. But like, oh, this is so absurd. This has to be like a dream sequence. You're like, oh, no, 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 this is That's actually legit. happening. Yeah. And then the, like this other thing, you're like, oh, okay. This is legit. And you're like, no, it's a dream sequence. And you're like, I don't, I don't know what's happening anymore. One thing I don't ever need to see, um, when Ethan was showering, I don't oh need to God. see the pee. His pee was way too yellow for, for one thing. He needs also, a little more water. It needs to be a little, a little lighter than that. He's a little dehydrated, but it's early in the morning. He just woke up. He was being told well, to go the, for his interview. The the um, weird discolored but, oh, sixth toe on that foot was also it's not ideal. ideal. He he had a, he had an extra pinky toe on his right foot. Oh, yes. had, and it was like it was it was considerably like grayer and deader looking than the rest of his skin. Oh, yeah. I was grossed out enough by the pee that I'm like, I didn't stick her. I was just like, ugh. Just I'm pee, not and if you're directly pee onto his feet. Shower. Just, yeah. and well, I, I, I pee in the shower, but I don't pee on my feet. That's, yeah. <laughs> and if you're drinking anything but a beer to get, you know, back to not hungover. I'm okay I don't having a, a truly lemonade I'm, in the shower. A hot no, well, truly, truly is fine, but he was drinking a Diet Coke, which got yeah, warm within Diet Coke. seconds. What are you doing? Within seconds. It's, un, it's undrinkable. My God. my God, my um, God, and just the uh, that 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 hospital sponge bath, Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> Mamie Van Doren. Well, yeah, well that that old whore made me do it. Like, yeah, what? Yes. Who says no? Because he his he's a weird guy, and <laughs> he's there just truly just says what he thinks at any given moment. Some some sometimes, but he can also act when he needs to. But 
yep yeah, uh he this person confessed to me that they were a prostitute and they got in the hospital because they were here working um working the docks and i'm just gonna say yep yep that old whore told me to do it like, yeah all right um yeah. and just they had to go un- under and just a little the, the shot was at an angle that i don't know if it was designed to make you feel uncomfortable i did it was just underneath the cri- uh, yeah yeah uh, it, it was it was all very very unsettling and also like i i need to, to pour one out quick for mamie van Dorn, who's not dead by the way she's still alive not dead oh alive. she's dead no she's alive no. but i did oh. i did when i i, I recognized her um don't know really? how but i'm good at trivia and I had to like look up similar to Cameron Diaz. What was happening in your career at this point? So this was her, so far anyway, her last theatrical release. Like this is the end of her career. Uh-huh. She was in one direct-to-video short after this. Um, mm-hmm. But it's weird because she was in an episode of LA Law in 1993, didn't act again for six years until she was in something called The Vegas Connection in 99. And then no more roles until 2002. So from 93 to 02, she was in three things. And this is one of them. What the fuck? This is, is this what Marilyn Monroe would have become? Would this have been the discount of her career too? This is really sad. I don't know. Maybe. We'll never Maybe, know. man. Maybe. It's rough. Yeah, I gotta look up more photos of her because I was. She, I'll I'll post some on our Instagram and our Facebook because she, I mean, she wasn't Marilyn Monroe, but she was as close as you're gonna get. Like she was, she was like a B minus Marilyn Monroe, and then all the others because there were a lot of those women that had the same look. The bomb, the blonde bombshells were a whole thing. Yeah, and so she was like number two behind Marilyn back in the fifties. Um. You know, one of the things that we like to do on this pod is take a look at kind of a minor character and see if this movie was the start of big things for them at the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Dave, who are we going to dive on this week? I picked uh, Lee Taylor Young. She plays Valerie Patton. That's Angela's stepmom. Okay. Listed on the um, list on Wikipedia as Angela's mom, but nope, we listened. Stepmom. One of us um, did, thank God. Uh, one of the things I thought was interesting, she was formerly married to Craig Schaefer, who played the quarterback in the program. Oh, <laughs> the 70-year-old quarterback. All right. The, yes, the 70-year-old quarterback. He was, <laughs> yep, he was not really 70, wow. but they were married for a year, 2003 man. to 2004. So just after this movie, they were so married. Like after I, That man was an uggo when he was young. He must have <laughs> foot on their he, wedding day. He, he, he he did have a bit of the gray face in the early 90s. I don't know why that was probably because cigarettes were still a thing. Just, yeah. Mm, yeah, these are healthy. I'm in flavor country, so on and so forth. Um, let's see, movies. Um, where this one before? I Love You, Alice B. Toklas. She was nominated for a Golden Globe for that film. That was her, uh, okay. for the best new star of the year, that was her first movie in 1968. Um, oh, Under the Yum Yum Tree. That's just a fun name to say. Um, <laughs> The gang that couldn't shoot straight, Soylent Green. It's oh, made it's out of people. It's, it's made out of people. Ah. Ah. Um, let's see, 1980, Can't Stop the Music. Film called Jagged Edge, straight to um, straight to VHS, Adam's Family Reunion, where they couldn't get oh. Raul Julia or any of the originals. It was 
Oh, um, someone else. Raul might have been um, dead. Oh, hold on. Then. No, I was thinking yeah, he probably was. 98, probably. You're right. Yeah, I was thinking right. Adam's Family Values. I know they have like a hot woman who plays Uncle Fester's wife. John Cusack. Or, is that John Cusack? John no. Cusack. Okay. I've not seen it in like 25 years. Remember that role, though? Well, good and for she sure. mostly, yeah, it was, it was more TV stuff starting in the 60s with Peyton Place. I've, I've heard people talk about that show. It, it was on everywhere. It was really popular. Yeah. It was um, like one of the original soap operas. It was, it was the first one. It was a primetime yeah. soap opera that was like huge. Like yeah. the ratings bonanza was that show. The only reason I knew about it is because Billy Joel talked about it in We Didn't Start the Fire. Um, of course. Or do you talk about the book? No. Probably both. I'll say that it was the TV show. I'll say it was the TV Peyton show. Peyton plays the TV show. Peyton plays also a book. <laughs> also a book. <laughs> Princess Grace. Peyton plays trouble in the sewers. Um, McCloud. We're going to write up a check, you guys. <laughs> Fa- Fantasy Island. The Love Boat. Heart to Heart. These these were the heart biggest shows. Yeah. They would get 30, 40, 50 million people watching these insane, shows. Crazy. Viewership. Uh, let's see. What else? Spencer for Hire um dallas obviously wow yeah um alfred hitchcock presents oh picket fences from the 90s i used to watch oh that God. show too quirky she did yeah, a couple seasons she was rachel harris nominated for a couple sag awards she won a primetime emmy for that empty nest which was a nice show i like that Man. show too um, G- yeah jag murder she wrote seventh heaven rugrats she was a voice um Beverly Hills 90210, uh, The Pretender on USA, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, and her final credit uh, in 2007. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the TV show Life starring Damian Lewis. It wasn't on for very no. long, but. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. it, was, I, it, wait, it was, she was married to the dude <laughs> from the program. She I thought so you were. so much older than him. I, that dude was old in that movie. He might have been 30. He was born in 1945, right? Am mm-hmm. I looking at the right. Yep. I guess he wasn't that old. He 2003, the... divorced in 2004. Huh. I wonder if he was born in the 60s. He, <laughs> he might was have pretty been. old. He, he was been. pretty old. Uh, he, was born, he was born in 1960. He was in his okay. mid-30s when they did the program. Mid-30s. Uh, Mid-30s playing an underclass. I think he was a sophomore. But let uh, me tell you, I got to tell you, nothing negative. So we're good. Oh, well, good. There she you didn't. go. There you go. She you like that one? Like a horrible flaming car wreck or something. That's nice. Fun She's doing fine twist. in her retirement. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, guys, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of a school year, that means time to end up some superlatives. Rihanna is most likely to be Thor's mom from Good Boys. Like, that. this is how Thor's mom would have been. Yep. yep. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, Jeff is most likely to have a particularly poorly received "It Gets Better" video. Like, mm. He, I don't think there's any like young gay people who are gonna go, "Oh, I see myself in you." Like, if so, buddy, you got a you got a, a hard road to hoe there. <laughs> Sam is most likely to be called the Fraud King of Fresno in an episode of American Greed. Ethan is most likely to sue the makers of You for stealing his life without proper accreditation. So, there yes. you go, same page. Great minds think alike. Angela is most likely to fail the Bechdel test. She, th- this movie itself fails it, but she in particular fails it. Sure does. Yep. And Dave is most likely to say, okay, guys, I know this sounds crazy because I never actually met her, but I'm 100% sure Liudmilla is the one on an episode of 90 Day Fiance. 
he's for sure gonna fall in love with some woman he's never met and like fly her over from Belarus or some shit like that because he falls in love quick and easy. Sure. Um, okay, so this next movie is my pick, and uh, you guys got to hear Megan and Dana flex their dance muscles on center stage. Uh, this week it's my turn. Um, I'm not technically sure this fits our criteria because I don't know. <laughs> That these characters are in high school or college. But I did some research and I found out the main characters are definitely real life college aged. So like, I don't know if they're they're either in high school and they're playing younger or they just graduated and just like didn't go to college. So you're telling me a school is not involved in the actual plot of the film. I'm telling you, I they don't never remember. Show up to school. They might. Okay. I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but we're talking about the movie that spawned a billion horrible B-boys, 2004's You Got Served. Oh. I think they might have a scene in a school building. <laughs> I thought you were going to do... I, I was... My, step up? My thought it. was Old step up or breaking. And I was like, I'm pretty well, sure. We're going to do break it one day. They are old. Like, we're going to save the community first. center. Suckers break like turbo and ozone. Oh, ozone. Uh-huh. Grab the broom. Moonwalk. Moonwalk okay, the I won't okay. do <laughs> anymore. <laughs> We're going to owe a lot of people a lot of money for these royalties. Uh, Guys, uh, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. I've got some things to uh, link to, in particular, about a thousand pictures of young Mamie Van Doren, apparently. Um, if you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, first of all, my condolences, but like, <laughs> we want to hear them. Uh, love for you guys to jump into the group and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote the girl who was pissed off by Ethan's serenade, hey, new wave boy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 